providing real solutions for real industry challenges. Welcome to FNF Unplugged, the talk of the title industry. As CEO of the American Land Title Association, your schedule is busy, so I'm so glad we can visit with each other today. Oh, Linda, gosh, I am so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. So, Diane, we're going to talk a little bit about 2020 and looking ahead in 2021, but let's start at the beginning. Who is the American Land Title Association, ALTA? Well, Linda, I think we all know the short unofficial answer is Alta is a big welcoming family. Everyone in the family just happens to work in the same business. But really, Alta is the trade association for the land title industry, and we're the voice for more than 6,400 title insurance agents, abstractors, and underwriters. And that ranges from small one county operations to our large national title insurers. And our mission is to improve the skills and knowledge of providers in the real estate property transaction. We're effectively trying to advocate on behalf of all our members' concerns. That's at the federal level and also at the state and local. And standardize products for our industry uses. Well, that's a lot of members, I know that membership has really gone up in the past couple years. What do you attribute that to? You know, I think from within our industry, if you really want to know what's going on, being a member Alta is really important. You know, we are sort of the one-stop shop for folks who want to stay on top of new regulations, educating folks and and staying on top of what's required to do for you to, you know, keep your operators and your licenses. So it's really important for us that people know we're here to really help them enhance their business and to be better at what they do. Well, and I won't lie, I've been a member of ALTA for many, many years, and I have volunteered my time as well to different committees, different events. And it's always been very rewarding because my job being education and marketing, and I feel those two go hand in hand, Alta really provides a lot of education and a lot of marketing opportunities for its members. Don't you agree? You know, honestly, Alta couldn't exist without folks like you and your teammates from Fidelity who do volunteer their time on behalf of our organization and the industry, because it really makes it better for everybody. One of the things that we, as you know, being part of a committee or working on the education components of it, everybody brings their expertise on behalf of the industry, which is a really unique approach, and everybody benefits from it. So, you know, understanding what our values are as an industry, how we do business and how we want to be part of communities. It's really important. And what we try to do at Alta is make sure that everybody gets that information broadly so it can be enacted throughout their communities. I like the way you say communities because it's true. I did a poll of our FNF family of companies just on the agency side and took a percentage of how many of our agency employees actually volunteer at Alta. And it came up on average, every state, about 12 to 15% of our employees are in one way, shape or form volunteering for the American Land Title Association. So that bodes very well. Number one for you all, because 
you get the benefit of these volunteers, but also that the volunteers feel that it's an important part of their own job to contribute to their trade association. You know, Linda, it's really interesting because it really shows who folks are in this industry, that they want to be part of that. They want to make the industry better that they're and they have such pride in what they do that they want to share it on a larger scale. So, Diane, how did Alta help members face down the challenges imposed by this pandemic? Can you talk about the successes of 2020 and what you learned in that process? Well, As you know, it was probably one of the biggest challenges that we'll ever face, right, this pandemic was. But who knew, right, in the beginning what it would entail or what it would look like for our industry or for the world, quite frankly. So there were so many unknowns. But I'll say what I felt was one of the most really important things that we were able to do as a team is really prioritize what were sort of the most important things that need to happen initially. And I would, you know, really like to start with the advocacy piece, because I would say when um, things began to shut down, we became aware of how important it was for our industry to be deemed essential. And it sounds like it would be sort of an obvious thing, but at that time, it really wasn't. So many of the different industries were trying to demonstrate their value and where they sort of fit in. And um, we had to work very closely with the Department of Treasury. Ultimately, it was a decision made by the Department of Homeland Security. But literally, it was um, this time last year on a Friday, March 13th, it was when things really started to shut down. And honestly, our team went to work and we were able to make sure that we were deemed essential immediately, which was really important that helped, you know, all of our title professionals and consumers to continue to buy homes, refinance mortgages, and continue to protect our property rights during a time of, you know, tremendous economic need. Right. It really kept our economy going. So what are the association's strategic priorities for 2021, which I don't even think our audience realizes that you're very strategic at ALTA. I will tell you, that was one of the things when I stepped into this role um, that was very obvious to me that it's not just the association, but it's really a collaborative effort on behalf of the board of the association, which is made up of underwriters, it's made up of agents, we've got large, we've got small, we have medium. And everybody comes together to really sort of identify what are the top priorities that we need to address for the year and how are we going to execute them? That's our job at Alta. And so for 2021, similar to 2020, and we're really building upon it, we really felt that most important thing we could be doing as an industry is continuing to tell our story. And we say that, as you know, I think as an industry, we know what we, when we talk to each other, we understand us, uh, what we do and how we do it. But it's really important for us to sort of make sure folks outside of our industry really understand the value that we bring and the opportunities that we are providing. And it's really important for us in terms of maintaining our relationships and for our policymakers and for the regulatory agencies that oversee our industry to really understand what our role is and the value that we bring. And so we've made telling our story continue to be a top priority. Um, In 2021, we're trying to deepen the awareness around that to folks who do make decisions that can support our industry on the policy front and sometimes adversely affect us so that they really understand our role in what we do. So what other priorities do you have besides the Tell Our Story campaign? 
Well, a really, really important one, as you know, is protecting our customers' privacy and investment. And that, as you know, includes closing scams and other types of real estate fraud, including wire fraud, which has really been um, a very prevalent, unfortunate issue within our industry, not just our industry, but it's a very large one in our industry that we need to continue to make folks aware of these scams. We are working with the realtors and the mortgage bankers and others to raise awareness around this. Um, We're working with the federal government to identify different resources that they can. And ultimately, you know, to educate the consumer. As you know, most folks buying a home, it's the largest purchase that they're going to make in their life. And they don't do it too many times. So making sure they're aware of these challenges and what's happening on the fraud side is really important. And that's a, a big, important effort on our behalf and collaborating with their industry partners on that. I so agree with you. Wire fraud and wire diversion is a pandemic in and of itself. And it has been for a long time. It kills me when I hear these stories of these poor buyers getting literally robbed on the way they're closing. And they look to us as title professionals or settlement agents wondering how we could help them. And sometimes there's not a lot of help we can provide because, unfortunately, they've opened a door that a fraudster has walked right into. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, Linda. And we are trying to do our best to educate, you know, not just the consumer, because as we said, oftentimes it's a very, you know, overwhelming process when you're at the the end of the table waiting for all this to happen. We're working closely with the realtors who they're talking to, the lenders, making sure that everybody's on the same page and are anticipating and making sure they have all of the right protocols in place to prevent these types of things. Any other priorities for 2021? Yes, a really big one, and it was really accelerated as a result of the pandemic, was promoting our digital closings. I think, as you know, this is something that the industry has been talking about and anticipating, some folks not anticipating it, others wanting to do it, but not really knowing how to do it. And once the pandemic hit, that really accelerated how these things transpired, particularly with some legislation. A lot of emergency legislation was put in in certain states to allow some of the online notarization to take place. But, you know, taking a step back, Alta had been really focused on educating the industry about the benefits and the risk associated with digital closings. Prior to the pandemic, we had put together some boot camps where folks can participate. Both we partnered with the MBA on that. And we really feel it's important to have tools and educate folks on the different steps to adding digital closing options to their business. We continue to advocate at the federal, state, and local regulatory and legislative level to meet the industry's needs for implementing that. And that can, you know, come in all different sizes, as you know. And again, currently right now, we are reintroducing a bill that we put together last year, which is called the SECURE Act. It's focused on the remote online notarization, which would standardize it across the country. Right now, we have different states that have many different approaches, ultimately wanting to get to uh, what we refer to as RON, remote online notarization. But we really feel if we were to have this nationwide federal legislation in place, it would be very helpful in terms of making sure everybody's working off of the same playing field. Definitely. You're paving the road, so to speak. Exactly. And we're working really closely with the MBA, with Freddie Mac and uh, Fannie Mae, the GSEs, as well as MISMO and others to make that happen. Well, I don't think a lot of people really realize how you do collaborate with other industries and other trade associations. I think when 
Alta was at the NAR convention, the National Association of Realtors convention, at least the first year that we were there, we were educating realtors as to not what Alta does, but who Alta was. And the easiest way to explain it to them was to say, NAR is to you as a realtor, as American Land Title Association is to your closing agent, your settlement agent, or your title company. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. And that's, you know, I think you're, you're making such a good point, Linda, is that, you know, when we sit down to the, uh, the closing table, there's, you know, there's many different important pieces to that. And for us to serve the customer the way they should be served, we really all need to be working together, right? So that's the lender, that's the realtor, that's the title folks. And all of these, you know, our efforts are really to work together to make it as smooth as an experience for the home buyer. So you mentioned you did a workshop with MBA. Tell me about that. I will tell you, that was in December of 2019, and we were in Phoenix, and part of the reason we picked it was because originally we thought we could attract folks from that area. And we ended up being oversold, and this is pre-pandemic. We had people flying in from all around the country because there was such a thirst of knowledge that people had and wanted to have around how do they actually work the digital closing piece into their business, how they can make that happen. And then here we are, you know, a little over a year later, and it's happening everywhere. Not everywhere, but it's significantly. I think our numbers show that it's up 500% across the board. Now, it's only a small percentage of our industry overall, but a significant amount of more folks have access to it now. And our goal is to make it available to folks who who want to use that as an option. That is great because I don't think a lot of people understand that ALTA not only works for its members, but it works for its non-members. And doing workshops like that with the Mortgage Bankers Association and being a presence at the National Association of Realtors Convention is all part of that, correct? Absolutely. We're all partners, right? Our goal, I think, you know, one of the beautiful things about our industry and who we represent, our goal is to make sure the transaction goes through smoothly, right? And that everybody is protected in in it. And so working closely with the mortgage bankers or the lenders at the table, as well as the realtors, is really important to us and having their trust and them understanding what our role is. And in making sure they understand that we're there to support their efforts is really important to us. So Diane, where are the opportunities to get involved with the American Land Title Association for those that are in the industry? And what are the benefits? I think, Linda, I would say what you were talking about earlier is really the benefits of having for us, you know, our members step up as volunteers and sharing their knowledge with others in the industry where ultimately the consumer is provided a better product is really ultimately who wins. But there's so many different ways you can you know, get your toe wet, dip it into the pool when it comes to Alta. Um, Right now, as you know, we are 
doing our events virtually soon. That should shift, but we will always have a hybrid option, which also has allowed us to bring more folks to really see what our value is because they can afford it more than having to maybe be somewhere in person and take some time off of work. So we've been really working hard to um, bring in some new members that potentially might not have been able to participate in some of our, our larger events. But there's lots of opportunities throughout the month where you can participate in webinars, educational webinars. We have, um, you and I talked a little bit about our different committees. We have a government affairs committee that will work to support legislation at all levels. Um, We have the Title Action Network, which is a effort to work in your own community, support our advocacy efforts around our industry. We've got the Homeowner Outreach Program, which educates folks on the importance of um, title to the homeowner and how do we talk directly to the consumer for what their needs are. We've got the consumer outreach effort, you know, educating people on who we are and our um, story and what we do. We have work groups such as the Native American Lands Work Group, because as you know, there's so many layers to our industry and the complexity of it that there's so many really important issues that come up that we need to address. And, you know, we, one of the things we like to do at Alta is be a leader. So when we identify opportunities like that, we look at these issues and say, you know, we have to come up with a solution for this. And then we try to pull together the, the best and the brightest from within our industry to really kind of work out what would be the best path forward. So it's pretty exciting, all of the different opportunities that we have. And, you know, I would say even just the information that we provide to, through our title news to our members, our weekly advocacy update, just to keep people um, abreast of what's happening and how, you know, different types of legislation could affect their business. And anybody can sign up for those emails, can't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we really try to make sure they're timely and that folks have business tools that they need in their day-to-day business. There's just so many really great um, opportunities. One area that, you know, I neglected to mention is our Alta Registry. It's a centralized portal for identification of mortgage industry and other service providers. It's something that we have felt is something that folks can use in their day-to-day business. And particularly since the pandemic hit, we've also been able to identify different individuals who are already doing remote online notarization. So folks are specifically looking, using the Alta Registry as one way to do that. Well, it really sounds like we're just all in this together. I know that sounds like a cliche, but aren't we? I mean, we're doing all of this not only for our industry colleagues, but we're in all of this together for the consumer, for those buyers, those sellers, those commercial buildings being sold, and really for the economy in general. It's so true, Linda. When I stepped into this role, someone said, you know, it's like joining a big family. It is a big family, but to your point, it's even larger than that. I mean, we are really providing our communities a very important role. And I think one of the things the industry doesn't do well, but it really speaks highly of who they are, is really talk about that, right? They're not out there sort of touting their horns and letting people know how important it is what they do because they're too busy doing it. And I think, you know, um, we will, as the trade association on behalf of the industry, continue to do that for the industry because we think it's really important that people recognize that. Well, and I think because this is a family, this is a community, that's how we're all able to kind of band together during what happened in 2020 called COVID-19 pandemic. 
I know. It was a really, really devastating thing for so many folks. And I think, you know, the one piece that I think as an industry we've really tried to do is where are the areas where we can do some positive things? And as you know, Alta did start a foundation, the Alta Good Deeds Foundation, because we saw our industry really helping their different communities as they normally would do. And we tried to capture that through a social media campaign. And then next thing we thought, well, why don't we just see if we can raise some money so we can help our Alta members give back to their communities. And in a very short period of time, in a few months, we were able to raise about a half a million dollars, which was incredible. It's far exceeded what we had ever even anticipated to do. And so we're going to be announcing one of our, our grants in the next couple of weeks, and we're going to be able to really give back to a lot of different communities as a result of that. So it just goes to show you what our industry is capable of and what they'll rise up together to do to get things done. Well, that is so exciting, Diane. If anybody wants more information regarding the American Land Title Association, please go to ALTA.org. Diane, thank you so much for taking time out and joining us today at FNF Unplugged. Linda, this has been great. We love FNF Unplugged. I'm one of your biggest fans and I love listening. So really appreciate the opportunity to be here today and talk about Alta. If you have questions, comments, or would like us to feature a specific topic, email fnfeducation at fnf.com. Thanks for downloading FNF Unplugged, a presentation of the FNF family of companies, all rights reserved. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent, including Fidelity National Financial or its directors. Please seek legal or financial advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.